Welcome to Embrace Your Brain with Dr. D. Joy Coulter. These short weekly brain bits give you fresh glimpses into how your mind works and how to develop its natural brilliance. Welcome to the podcast. Today's topic, supporting stressed out learners. The talk's going to have three layers to it. The first layer is a look at how in the world to help grade school through high school kids that are overly stressed. And the second layer will be, what are we going to do with the younger children from ages two to six so they can handle challenges in their little lives? And the last layer is going to be about you. As you listen, you may find that some of the strategies we talk about are going to be helpful for you too. We're going to talk about two warm-up strategies, and then we'll look at a really powerful one for kids who are on the verge of giving up on themselves. The first strategy is learning to relax. Lots of schools are beginning to introduce mindfulness training, but you really don't have to wait for that. Kids often already know how to do that. You just have to ask them and then encourage them to do that when something stresses them out. Some of the kids that I've talked to have come up with these ideas. One little boy that was great at just calming himself down, I said, Jerry, how do you do that? And he said, well, I just smooth my bones. And another one had figured out, all I have to do is drop my ears. And when you try to do that, I mean, you just, as if you were a dog or something and you could just let your ears drop, it actually brings the rest of your system down as well. Others have discovered that three calming breaths are going to do it, or they might gently rub their eyes and rub their smile muscles. Older students have ideas too, and here's some of the ones that they've discovered. They know what time of day is best for their minds to tackle a certain task. A lot of them have found their favorite study locations where they aren't going to be distracted. And they've often discovered that a short nap or a bit of exercise will refresh their minds. You could consider talking with your child or teen about these ideas and see which ones interest them. Then invite them to experiment and see which ones work best. And don't forget to ask if they have some strategies of their own as well. Here's the second warm-up strategy. I'd call it learning to handle frustration. With young children, the frustration could be a chore, like putting away toys or setting the table. As a coach, you may need to do the task with them or narrow down just how much has to be done right now. But don't give up on those chores, even though it's easier to do it yourself, because they're helping to lay the foundation for sticking with learning tasks later. The frustration might be over something they can't do or have, And while it's great to respect the young child's no as often as possible, because that's their way of learning that they have some power in their lives, there are times when we just have to set limits and insist on no. You can still sympathize with their feelings, like, I know you don't want to do this, but we just have to do it anyway. Or, I know you want that, but it's just not one of your choices. If you can hold a gentle but firm line with them, They're going to learn to accept things that they can't change, and they're going to need that skill too. With school age and older learners, the key is going to be to find the willpower to stick with tasks, even if they aren't fun or easy or interesting. Sometimes all it takes is having permission to declare, I hate this, 
as long as they go ahead and do it. But often it's not that simple with school-aged learners. They may be on the verge of giving up on themselves. Then we have to turn to our final strategy. We could call it, what's luck got to do with it? There's been a lot of research on this, and they found that people tend to see their reason for success or failure in one of two ways. One way is to view outcomes as the result of things that happen to us that we have no control over. If that's so, we might say that our success was because, well, it was easy, or I was lucky. And if we fail, we might say, it's just because it was too hard, or I was unlucky. This approach has two serious drawbacks. The first one is we're much more likely to give up when problems arise. And the second is, by not connecting our effort to the outcome, it means that praise and encouragement don't register, and punishment and criticism just sound like we're being picked on. If this sounds familiar, and you're struggling with a good luck, bad luck kid that's hard to motivate, here's how you have to go about it. As a coach, your task is going to be to shift their storyline from luck to effort and to change the way they talk to themselves. When they do well, your task is to help them see that it was because of their effort and their skills. When they do well, you can comment that they're good at that task. In time, they may begin to take in those words and develop new self-talk, like, I really did a lot better this time. I'm getting good at this kind of task. You can also role model this for them when you do something well. Talk out loud to yourself and say things like, whoa, not bad, I'm really getting a hang of this, or outstanding, I'm so good at that. When you take credit for your work, they can learn to copy that. And what about little ones? Well, with the little ones, you can catch them doing something well and make note of it. Wow, you put those books back on the shelf, thank you. You watered the plants so carefully, you're good at that. But what if the child or the student has to build their skills so they can do the task well? They need to be convinced that they can develop the skills. When they fail at a task, look for an approach that can make it more solvable and help them try again. You may need to break it into smaller steps so they can build their skills slowly. And you want to use phrases like, you can do this, you just need to try harder. Then be sure to help them make it through the task successfully. Your goal is to have them begin to use self-talk like, I can do this, I just need to try harder. With young children, the task may have too many steps for them to succeed. If so, break it down to smaller ones so they aren't so overwhelmed. You can go from clean your room to let's put all the dirty clothes in the laundry basket. You find one and I'll find one. Or go from set the table to could you give every place a fork? Thank you. Now, should they have a napkin too? You get the idea. This shift from good luck, bad luck to putting up with frustration and working harder is powerful. If you can help your stressed out learner make this change, you will have done them a great service. <laughs>